0: is up it is the newbie brothers the best video game podcast you've ever heard of first off i want to thank my boys in bleeding in stereo for making the music by the way my name is tank from x106.5
1: my name is justin from 95.1 WAPe. and we are about to video
0: game your ass so let's <laughs> in a uh, good way in a good way not yeah. in a bad way i, I don't know really how that can be considered bad
1: i don't know how it can be considered be considered good, though. Fair enough. On the same side. Fair enough. You know what I mean?
0: We're glad ass half empty, <laughs> half full. <laughs> right down the middle.
1: <laughs> which is also not a good thing to say when we're talking about ass.
0: So, we're coming off a couple of injur- uh, injuries. Justin's got a mouth deformity. Oh,
1: dude, I, I had my whole mouth drilled for... Oh, uh, yeah, I bet you four, did. <laughs> For four hours uh, at the dentist the other day. Oh, yeah, that guy uh, takes so forever, that huh? That sucked. A whole lot. And so, um, you know, the whole left side of my face was numb for a good 24 hours.
0: Yeah, and I'm coming off some kind of chest crud that's Ugh. just it's disgusting. Is
1: is there anything better though? And I don't know if you did this uh, cuz I didn't see you yesterday. Did Okay. No. Oh. I was going to say is there anything better than than going home from work or or school depending on how old you are early and being able to play video games?
0: Um yes, not being sick. <laughs> well, I, right, I, I but would like not being sick over cuz I just went home and laid in bed and sweat uh oh, see, I don't love playing video sweated. games when so I'm sick. I could, I, I just, I wanted to lay down, and I still had to work. I, the worst part is I had to go you home, came in. and I still brought in a computer. Ugh. I still took my computer home, and still had to work. So uh,
1: I guess it's a, I guess it's a school thing when you get well, to go yeah, home from school. Right. And... <laughs> yeah, that's awesome
0: when you get to leave school. <laughs> right. Especially since a lot of times I was faking. But well, yeah, you know, you know,
1: put the thermometer by the light bulb, right. get it all hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw myself out of the car, be like, ah, I, mean,
0: I fell. That seems a little extreme, but yeah, you know, I'm an extreme kind of person. That's what you. Hey, that's what that's why I drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, I don't drink Mountain Dew. It's a it's a, it's a good drink. Yeah. So uh, we're talking about the worst video games ever.
1: Yeah, games games that we hated playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was trying to think. There were there were a few that came to mind, but the one game that really like sticks out to me that was, I guess, more in the recent um, years is Halo Wars. Okay. Because you remember Halo was like, you know, first-person shooter. Yeah. We're out here. We're awesome, gaming. Awesome game. But then Halo Wars took like almost like um, a League of Legends type turn where it's like you command the armies. And, and I wasn't about it. And I'm like, you know, I have an expectation with Halo. I want it to be a first-person shooter. I don't need this. Whatever you're trying to do here, I get it. You were trying to, like, find another angle for the brand. But it... It didn't work. I hated it. Um, mm. I don't know many people that liked it. I had one friend that really did thoroughly enjoy it, but other than that, everyone kind of agreed. I'm not
0: a fan of those type of games where you're so far away and you're moving they pieces. Were, I just downloaded it. It was on sale. It looked like Mutant League Football where you play football as monsters oh, that and would orcs be and things cool. like that. But it's that kind of game where you like uh, move this guy to this part and then there's an animation. Uh, it wasn't okay. like really playing So the it's
1: game. almost like... Um, you know like like pokemon back in the day but like they don't actually move right. you just tell them to do a exactly. move and you take your
0: turns but it's it looked like that league of legends that's how uh, those games World get warcraft. you warcraft yeah. and i was just like this is not yeah. at all what i wanted to play um but that you're not about that huh so that was that was the worst i in games that i've played recently
1: yeah okay. there was another game and i can't remember the name off the top of my head but it was kind of like they tried to convert a card game into a video game so your controller was this placemat where you could put the cards down almost kind of like i guess it's a bad comparison but like pokemon like you put down a like pokemon. magic or yeah, yeah yeah like you put down a card and then the camera that was connected to i believe it was xbox if i can remember correct would see the card it would register and then it would happen on the tv and then your characters or or monsters would duke it out oh. it was a really cool concept. The scanner never works, so you just oh. sit <laughs> there like it's like you know sitting at a uh your you know your own checkout line at Target, and you're just sitting there, and everyone's like, oh my god, dude, come on! It is not that hard to scan yeah. a bottle of chocolate milk. Like just get out of the way and right. It was you spent more times trying to get the card to work than you did getting it actual going.
0: Okay. Well, that does sound terrible, but the <laughs> idea sounds cool. But, it was a cool idea. It yeah, just didn't... Never worked. It didn't uh, follow through. I went way back, because I, I wanted to pick one of the worst games of all time, mm-hmm. you know, that I ever played, and uh, LJN, from back in the day, Nintendo. Okay. Back in the day, they are notorious for making shitty games, and uh, this game was one of the worst. It was <laughs> Friday the 13th.
1: What did you have to do? I mean, I guess okay, it was so, obvious.
0: Yeah. You know, you know the story Friday. Right? Jason yeah. Voorhees, the whole nine. So you're walking around Camp Crystal Lake. As him or? No, no, no. Oh. You're, you're generic camper number one. <laughs> you're just walking through. It's a lot of platform side scrolling, a lot of nothing going on, a lot of really bad graphics. And then all okay. of a sudden, like you're going into buildings searching and then it gets scary. You know, oh, there's no. a noise. And then uh, Jason Voorhees pops out, he slashes you a couple times, and then he goes away or you die. Um, You get to chuck rocks at bats or something. I don't know. (laughs) It was so bad, dude. It was so bad. And, um, man, I play a lot of bad video games. But that, I think, to me, it's not like I'm the world's biggest horror fan. Uh Uh-huh. So I wasn't like, oh, my About God. that. Maybe they were trying for the jump scares and stuff. Maybe, but the, the gameplay, the graph, everything about it just fell short in every single way. Okay. And, and I, I don't know. I just, it would have been better when they just remade the game recently. Okay. You got to be Jason. See, and that's
1: the thing, is it should, yeah, you should get to be Jason. See, like that's cool. When you told me that, my first thought was, all right, you get to be Jason, that's kind of cool. You're sneaking up on people, See, you're no, attacking no, this is him.
0: Nintendo day, so this was like 8-bit... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just that same loop, and that music just loops <laughs> right. over and over, and then it starts... Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Jason pops up, and uh, you got like you, you get to fight him with a, a rock, oh. and he just he's got a machete, and it's, a, it's over.
1: There was a game... Where it was kind of like you kind of got to do your own thing. Um, I think it was a, Sp- <laughs> a Spider-Man game, if I if I don't if I recall correctly. And it was you were essentially Spider-Man. You it was like GTA though, where you had the world was yours. You, you sling from building to building and I only ever played it, and the reason I bring it up is because I'm thinking about my tooth right now. I played it at my dentist while I was in the waiting oh, room, wow. and it was so much fun. I still, to this day, have
0: no idea what a game it was. I think that was uh, Spider-Man. I think it was on PS2, if I remember I, correctly. Yeah, I think so. Um, but it was like you would like swing around, and that was really fun. The swinging around part was really fun. But then really the game fun. got
1: kind of, like, boring at times well, from no, what I remember. Well, no, because like there
0: were crimes and stuff happening on the ground. So, oh. like, you would trigger missions by walking into a crime okay. or yeah. going to certain areas. So, okay. You know.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's always the problem with those games is where it's, like, if you have to go to this certain area mm-hmm. to start the quest or whatever you want to call it and – and you don't go in that area, you're just like running around in circles trying to find it for a while. That gets kind of frustrating. And that's
0: weird. That sucks to me. I mean, it is weird because with Grand Theft Auto, that's really a lot of what I do. Yeah. It's just exploring. But in other games that you're just walking around it's aimless, it gets a little, it gets well, Especially
1: a little, in like, um, I think it was e- even, even Call of Duty does it where like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you kind of follow the storyline and it's hard to divert from the storyline. But if you're in a room and you specifically have to like find a card and it only shows up. Is this little shiny thing? But you're no, you don't know what you're looking for it, and right. you don't know it until you get next to it and press X. You, you're running around this room, and what's supposed to be a war zone, <laughs> you're so, in this room for forty five uh, minutes uh, looking for yeah. a cards. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Conversely, though, I hate those games like Tell, like Telltale games, where it's like just push this button at this time and like uh, God of War thing. was. God uh, of War is yes. very like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't want to be. I don't know. Uh, there's got to be a happy medium. You got to you know give me I mean? the chance to screw it up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to push X at the exact
1: right time. There was a uh, Gears of War was a lot like that, where there was a ton of cutscenes and stuff mm. like that. But then for the most part, from cutscene to cutscene, it was like, do whatever you want within this world. You got to you know attack these people and get to this boss. But you're kind of on your own if you want to chainsaw some people. You can do that. If you want to do some shotguns and stuff, it kinda, see that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude, Gears. I don't know if you never Dude, played it I had oh it. Oh my I God, bought it, but I never played it. That game is phenomenal.
0: Well, uh, speaking of phenomenal games, Madden, is yes. coming out August tenth, three days earlier if you buy the you uh, the reserve the the big deluxe package. okay. so you did can, you did you reserve? Not yeah, but I will. okay I, I got games I got a trade in, so I gotta do that. So that's uh, August tenth or th- you could play three days early. um and I don't know if that's the digital thing. I might be switching to digital only games moving forward.
1: The problem I have is the Xbox that I own, I'll have to, if I even get, like, maybe two more games, mm-hmm. right, with all the updates and all the, the storage space that they need, I'll probably have to get, like, an external hard drive for it. I did that. I got yeah. an external
0: hard drive. Seamless, yeah. super easy. Uh,
1: my it. brother has one. I've seen it. I actually didn't know what it was when I first
0: saw it because uh, I, I just thought it was this glowing blue brick. But... And you have a lot of room on it because it doesn't have all the operational software yeah, on. There's a lot it. of so stuff. So you can get a lot of stuff on there. And they're only like a hundred
1: bucks, right? Yeah, like... like
0: no, I paid like eighty for mine, okay. and it's a two two terabyte. Oh, you'll be fine then. So yeah, um, that's
1: the, I'm getting to that point where I have to make that decision with my Xbox, yeah. where I don't get enough games to be worried about ever mm-hmm. maxing it out, but. I have enough games where if I were to be playing all of them and want to save all of their data I probably have to start
0: choosing. Well, and the great thing about Xbox is that if you delete a game It's still on there. It's still on there. Yeah, it still exists. Yeah, so um, that's pretty cool But uh, so with all that, you know, there's always big hype around Madden every year mm-hmm. and uh, CBS Sports They always do a simulation of the season of the upcoming okay. season. Yeah, so CBS Sports did their official Sports simula- I'm sorry, their official Madden 19 simulation of what's going to happen this NFL season, and they've got the Jacksonville Jaguars winning yeah, the Super Bowl. That is awesome. And they uh, they make it and they play against the Seattle Seahawks and they what? crush them, oh, 31 see, to three.
1: I was gonna say not to not to you know shoot it down don't rain on my parade i'm just saying the seahawks i don't imagine them being that good
0: this year wow you're crazy
1: they they've gone through some interesting stuff they lost their best defensive guy to uh to the 49ers so like seahawks wise i don't get it jacksonville jaguars i think you could argue it i think you have a great argument for them to be
0: there i think that you could say the jacksonville jaguars have the strongest roster in the nfl
1: Probably, I, I mean, everyone's first thing is going to be to dump on Blake Bortles, right? Um, which is fine. Do what you want with that, but yeah, they have a very stacked team. It's a very fun team. Um, the wide receivers, name wise, aren't the biggest, but I still think the Jags are awesome. I I, I, lo- I love when these things come out. Like the same thing with the uh, the the two K ratings have been dropping, you know, here and there where LeBron's the highest, obviously, mm. Kevin Durant's right behind him, and you know you have your tears, but. I love when that comes out, and then I love seeing the player reactions. Like mm. there was a there was a video going around of the Jags players hearing their numbers. Yeah, and I think they were actually upset with some of them were not too happy with their it. It would
0: probably be weird to look at your numbers and, and know that you're better. For instance, what if there was like a radio game and they came out to you and they'd be
1: like, "Yo, in in in,
0: <laughs> in, in personality, you got
1: a four. Yeah, I'm like, and, oh, that makes sense. Four out of ten, yeah. and you know, I, I don't know, like. That would be weird. Although, it would be cool to know your numbers. Like, if you could get numbers like that, I, would, nah. I think I'd want to know them.
0: <laughs> I don't think my ego could take it. I really don't. Oh, like, I
1: would take it so personal if yeah, I had that bad right. one,
0: But You uh, you watch these guys, and these guys, you know, I mean, like, one of the things about being a football player is you kind of have to believe you're the best.
1: Oh, yeah. it's it's It always takes me by surprise when they do think that, though. Like, mm. like, like when they're obviously not the best. Right,
0: you're a third stringer.
1: <laughs> but they're like, I could take him any well, day. I,
0: I thought a really interesting number was they had... Um, Nick Foles catch at 32, and Tom Brady's catch at 39. Now, if you remember the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady dropped a catch, yeah. and Nick Foles caught a touchdown oh, Nick bat. Foles
1: should be tweeting them up so, right now, be yeah. like, so "What's up, man? Let's what's kinda... going on?" Um, yeah, the Eagles are another one. I'm surprised that they weren't, you know, maybe flipped out with the Seahawks or something. Because I mean, they're, they're the reigning champs,
0: and they just, in theory, got better. So, well, we'll see. I mean, the the NFL season starts. I mean, as we're recording this, it's tonight. Yeah. So the preseason starts tonight. I know. I'm so pumped. So that's that. exciting, but a uh, lot still to come, you know, a lot of changes, a lot, you know.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Four we're, weeks we're of gonna preseason. We're going to find out, yeah. and,
0: you know, um, what's in
1: store for us. And what's your favorite way to play Madden? Because now there's like three ways to do it, mm-hmm. where you can just play the teams against somebody or the computer, or you can do the coach mode. Or you can do the like dynasty mode, or you can like make your own player.
0: I love franchise. Um, franchise is is my favorite because I love to get guys who I like, mm-hmm. who nece- don't necessarily have high rankings, or mm-hmm. you know, like the like. So I focus in on a couple of players, like if they're fast, or I want if these their guys, story yeah. intrigues me, or something like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and go get them. Okay, and then build my team around that. Yeah. So I love that. I love the. uh I love the depth of the um the franchise and things like that. I tried the long shot mode. Now they're they're th- in this version of Madden they're going to um, allow you to continue mm-hmm. long shot. Okay. But I was not a fan of the way they did it last time. The total control passing I hated. Yeah. Number 1, number 2, they uh they did it, so it stopped at the draft. So that was it. <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, th- that's the end. You know, <laughs> there's the the end of where you are. So um, they're gonna allow you to continue on to this. Okay. So we'll see how that goes, but hands hands down, far and away, uh, franchise is my favorite mode. I love drafting too. I, I was gonna say my Man.
1: favorite thing to do is drafting teams, and mm-hmm. honestly, I don't even necessarily want to play the game. Like mm-hmm. I just want to draft a the team. A lot of people do it like that, and then I want to see where my numbers. You know how they give you mm-hmm. an offense, defense. I, yep. I think it used to be A's and B's and C's, and now it's numbers yep. ninety-nine to whatever. And I used to do that, and then I take it so personal if I didn't have like a ninety defense and a whatever Dude, offense.
0: We used to. When uh, they were still making NCAA football, Mm -hmm. Uh, so we had NCAA football and Madden of the same year. You could import the draft class from the NCAA football. Yes. So, and this was PlayStation 2, so it was a memory card. So we would stay up all night, not doing anything illegal (laughs) at all, but just craving cereal after. Oh, yeah. And... Just going through uh, college football magazines and naming all the players of every team. Oh my gosh! Of Every team, like changing
1: their names, changing to me. their names. Oh no! Doing
0: the whole nine. And it would take
1: forever, but... Here's the thing is, I spell literally everything wrong, yeah, so that's that.
0: a nightmare for me. <laughs> well, you just co- it's just copying it, Justin. You're not always, guessing. Ne-
1: that doesn't always necessarily <laughs> work. <laughs> I'm just saying. I,
0: you had dyslexia. As it's as you something, say, it just man. It switches it's, around.
1: It's bad. Um... The other thing I really like to do is I used to like to make opposites of players, like negative Barry Sanders, like what <laughs> kind do you mean? of, yeah, yeah. So like 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 Sari Banders. Yes, so like okay. I would pick like I, there was a player and I can't remember it was uh, Northcutt. He was on the Jets. Northcut. Yes, mm-hmm. Northcutt. So then I would make a player that was a cornerback, and I'd name him, like, Side Stitch. And I'd make him <laughs> just good enough to him. <laughs> Like, just good enough to defend him. And then I I would, I would made a player that was... It's like Bizarro. Yeah, Donovan McNabb and Mike Vick compared into one player, so I named him Mick Vick. Oh, my God. And... <laughs> He used to be, he had the throwing of Donovan McNabb, but the running of Michael Vigg. Oh, I love that. I used to do that. I don't know why I like you, to do that.
0: You know, I used to do a lot, too, um, is like, because you would uh, sometimes want to change the names. I would give them the names of other players that I like, like Joe Montana Jr. <laughs> right. So it would be like Jr. It would just be, that would be right. his yeah, protege. or right, his, Like sorry. Barry Sanders Jr. Like Tony Gonzalez Jr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I used to do that all the time. I don't know. I would make an entire team of opposites. Like, mm-hmm. I would look at, like, say, I'd look at the Jags, right? Or this year. Mm. And I would, I would make opposites of every player. So if there'd so be funny. a safety that was the opposite of Blake Portal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did it, but I, I loved doing it. And then I'd make the teams, like, simulate play each other and see if I could make my opposites better than right.
0: the team. Oh, my God. Well, let's, uh, this last part we're going to get into is uh, it's a very interesting concept. Honestly, yeah. uh, so people are having their kids take, two tu- having tutors yes. for Fortnite.
1: There's a there's a mom that made a blog and she actually ended up tweeting me and I, I probably should give her credit, but I don't I don't have it off the top of my you head. Tell
0: her to tweet me too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well she she posted about it. Um, she's a gamer, her kids into gaming, and from the article I kind of gathered a few things. Is one she she felt that Fortnite right now is an I feel like we talk about Fortnite every single episode at this point. But well,
0: I mean it's the biggest game in the world I know, right now.
1: So. I know. But she felt like Fortnite was a way for kids that are, are proving themselves to their friends right now. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted her kid to be able to win so that he could have like bragging rights, so that he was good at the game. Whatever. And then the other side of it was, you know, if the kid can get good enough at a young age, he can get picked up by a esports team. And then maybe down the line, you're starting to make some money. So
0: it's not really any different than sending your kid to basketball camp. That's, that's or... exactly.
1: So, so I actually got, like, I dove way too deep into this hole mm-hmm. when, I, when I saw it and, and started, you know, emailing people and asking about it because I didn't think there were many gaming tutors out there. Mm-hmm. There are. There's like tons of sites. I looked it up. There's you you can you you can hire these these guys these girls for twenty five dollars an hour, and they'll <laughs> sit with some you. Some girls you can hire. You <laughs> oh. No, but you can talk to these these people for you know an hour, and they'll give you some tips. And and I ended up zoning in on this one site, gamersensei.com. Okay. Um. And and that's where I was reading where these 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 tutors you know have these stats where they'll play. They'll play a hundred games and have a kill number of hundred and eighty kills. Jeez! So they'll have like these crazy kill death ratios. They'll have these crazy amount of wins. They've won tournaments and all this stuff. So these guys really know what they're doing when they're tut- tutoring you. So I reached out uh, to their PR team just to see if we could talk to someone, and mm. I actually got a hold of their CEO. Wow, Jim, uh, it's probably the same
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> it no. just puts out a different voice. Ah, hello, PR department. Yes. Uh, well, let me grab the CEO. Hello, this is the CEO. No, know. Well, but but it's it's
1: a huge industry. I got to talk to him for about 10, 15 minutes. It, it was great to hear it from his perspective, but that's exactly what he's saying. He's like, if you're willing to spend money. For your kid to take golf lessons because they enjoy golf, why wouldn't I you? I mean, thousands
0: of dollars. Of, right. You know, but
1: why is there a weird feeling once it suddenly becomes gaming lessons?
0: It's new. It's just yeah. it's new, and anytime there's something new, I mean, like it's weird for me because like my mom. Wouldn't pay for me to get braces, and, you know. <laughs> right. I, and now I look like David Hasselhoff set up a shelf. You know, it's oh, so, just all crooked. Right. Because he's drunk all the time. No, yeah, no, yeah, we got it. So uh, <laughs> it's it's a weird thought to me that a parent would pay, but you know, when you really consider it, it's actually not that bizarre if you if you want your kids. You take singing lessons. Sure. You take
1: piano lessons. You take basketball <laughs> lessons, like we were talking about. Like, it's in theory you're doing that because it's a hobby.
0: Well, let's hope that, I mean, like, let's hope that people do it for the right reasons. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, You're not, not trying not to pimp moms. your kid out to get yeah, right, money right. they join an esports team. Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, like, L- L- Laurent- Lorenzo Ball as a parent <laughs> is like, get on there and play those video games. You <laughs> right, You know what right. I mean? Like, you, that's the kind of thing you don't want. But. Yeah. So this uh coming up we're gonna do we're gonna have the interview. Yes. Jim and, Jim Drury. Okay. CEO of Gamer Sensei. Well there you go, let's uh get into that. That's how we'll end this newbie yep. brothers podcast. Thanks, Justin. Thank you. Good job. Thanks to Bleeding and Stereo for the music. I am Tank from X106.5. I'm Justin from ninety five point one W A P E. We'll see you next time. Here's the interview.
1: So this is awesome. I'm really pumped about this. Our very first interview on the Newbie Brothers podcast, and we went all out. We got the highest name we could find, Jim Drury, CEO of Gamer Sensei. Uh, we brought him in because of this story we've been talking about, uh, parents hiring what they called tutors to teach their kids Fortnite specifically. And in the article we had read, they were talking about how they the mom wanted to do it because she felt Fortnite was a way... That kids are proving themselves these days, getting wins, essentially saying that their kid, if, if they can get more wins, they won't be, I guess, bullied in a way. So, you know, Jim, do you, do you see this as something that's, that's becoming more and more of a concern in parents
2: Sure. Well, you know, I I don't know if I can recommend coaching as a way to avoid bullying, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but, you know, the reason we do it and the reason uh, most of our students and I think the parents like it is because the kids have more fun. These are competitive games, and when you win, you have more fun than when you lose. And so, you know, ultimately, people want their skills to be better. Parents want their kids to have the most fun they can have in their free time. And so it kind of comes together pretty nicely, you know. If there's a side benefit that uh, you know Little Johnny uh, can uh, maybe boast a bit about his KDA on the on the uh, playground, that's fine too.
1: Some uh, some trash talking on the on the playground, I love it. I, I I'd love to be able to do some <laughs> trash talking here in the uh, in the studio with some of my friends. I I'm pretty bad at it, but hey, I
2: happen to know some excellent coaches. <laughs>
1: No, all right. So let's talk about the coaches that are specifically at Gamer Sensei with you guys cuz I was looking at the site the other night when cuz I saw this story and I'm like, I wonder how popular this is. Um and yeah. and and how long this has been around. So that's a few of the questions that I'm going to bring your way in a second, but you know, the prices really weren't terrible. Like I was expecting like them to be expensive, but I saw some on there, you know, 25 an hour, 30 an hour. It's really not that bad. Like how do you guys determine the prices and and uh, what have you found to be, like, I guess, the best way to approach that?
2: Sure. Well, you know, we don't determine the prices. Uh, we have, uh, we're basically a marketplace. We give the coaches a bunch of tools to kind of market themselves for them. And one of those things allows them to set their prices, create promotions, new student offers, things like that. Just set their own prices.
1: How long have you guys been around specifically? Because I know this story is very recent, but uh, it looked like you guys have been been doing this for a bit.
2: Yeah, we've been around for a little over two years. Uh, we got our start primarily in uh, MOBAs like League of Legends and Dota 2, uh, as well as you know CCGs like Hearthstone. We've been doing very well in that space, and then earlier this year we added Fortnite, and uh, to be honest, it's just taken off. So it's, it's been very exciting for us.
1: Has that been? Yeah, would you say Fortnite? Like Fortnite's been the the most in demand, I would assume. Uh, you know, for right now,
2: I'd say it's fastest growing. Certainly, of any of any title we've recently added, it's, it's been huge.
1: What are some of the things that specifically kids are asking for help on in, in, in I guess, Fortnite specifically? Is it, is it like building? Is it is it how to engage other groups? You know, like what are what are, I guess if you could speak to the most common problems that that you guys have had to at least address in these tutor things without going too in depth, because, you know, we obviously want people to check you out.
2: <laughs> well, you know, every student's different. And, you know, I do want to stress it's not just kids who are doing this. In a lot of cases, it's parents. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, people like to play together. Families like to play together. We hear a lot of stories of people buying a second or third Xbox for their house so that way they can all play Fortnite together. <laughs> That's great. And so, you know, what happens is that skill gap gets exposed pretty pretty quickly. The younger people in the house are generally a lot better than the older people. And so, you know, getting coached together helps uh, bring everybody's skills up. But one of the best things about one-to-one coaching versus say watching YouTube videos or just watching some dude on Twitch play is it's customized to you. So there's not really a one-size-fits-all answer of what people work on when mm-hmm. they have their coaching sessions. Uh, most people, by the way, get surprised. They come in thinking they're going to work on one thing like how to build and close out a of fight. And what they'll find out is actually like they really need to work on their core aiming skills or communication in a squad, things mm-hmm. like that and that the coach can kind of identify what their real weaknesses are versus what they think their weaknesses are coming in.
1: Okay. And so that's 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 crazy to me that how, do you, how common is like an entire family tutor session? Do you do it? Do they do those or is it usually one on one like you were saying?
2: It's a mix. You know, I'd say the parents and kids getting coached together is increasing. It's a new trend. You know, it's not the majority of our lessons yet, but you know, I think if it keeps up at this pace, it could be.
1: So Another part of the article, and that kind of the last thing I took away from the article I was reading was, they kind of pointed out this e-gaming that, that it's getting very popular. I'm, I'm sure you know about that, but yeah. e-gaming as it increases, what they had said in the in the journal is that getting a tutor for these kids gives them a jump start while they're young to potentially go into pro gaming and and making money so then people are saying well the idea is you put money in to get money out where you might sit in this training with with somebody and and you know spend however much you spend to to take these lessons but then if you can win a tournament you kind of make that money back and then some and then you start getting yourself into pro- into professional gaming and do you see that being a common theme with people at least reaching out to you, that their main goal is to get better to potentially go into competitive gaming?
2: Yeah, not as much on Fortnite, though that's starting to happen more. But, you know, we we have people, uh, particularly around the MOBAs, you know, who are already very elite players and we're looking to take their game to kind of the ultimate level so that they can make it onto a pro team. Mm-hmm. And so we help those folks, but that's not the majority of our audience. Most of our audience are people who just love these games and want to play them as well as they can. It's the same idea as, you know, between, say, hiring a, a golf pro or a tennis yeah. pro to help tune up your swing. It's, uh, it's not something most people do competitively, but because it is inherently a competitive game, they like to do it well and they like to win. And so our coaches help them tune up their game and get them there.
1: So what would you say to somebody listening that thinks it's absurd to, to grab uh, a, a tutor or or somebody to help out with a video game. What would you say to them if they're sitting there, why, thinking, "Why would I ever do this for my kid?" Uh, you know, what are the benefits other than the bag, bragging rights that that you see to this?
2: Sure, it's you know, it's like any other high skill cap activity. And by the way, most other high skill cap activities have this kind of built in coaching infrastructure, whether it's. You know, piano lessons or, you know, as we talked about, tennis or golf or any of the rest of those things. And so just like those, most people who ever take any kind of athletic lesson are not aspiring to be a pro. And what they're learning is teamwork, focus, dedication, character, uh, dependability. Like all those things are really important in team multiplayer games as well. And so a lot of the kind of soft benefits that you get from traditional sports coaching and other types of high-skill cap instruction apply to eSports as well.
1: Jim, we, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us to just give us a little insight into uh, Gamer Sensei and, and you know if, if anybody listening wants to check you out, uh, get in contact with you guys, where should they head to? Uh, do you have, guys have a social media page, a website? Where, where can they find you?
2: Yeah, they can find everything they need at GamerSensei.com and they can hit us on Twitter at Gamersensei app, and uh, we're active on Discord. Check us out there as well.